I'm going to tell you the story of what turned me into the hustler that I am. Mm. So I grew up in a um, broken home. I don't really know what that means, but all I know is my family was divorced since I was three. My mom got remarried to my stepdad. He's an awesome guy, but he had a crazy drug problem. Like, like people were coming to our house to like try to kill him. Damn. <clears throat> yeah, it was bad. And one time, we were at my school, and he picked me up from school, and this guy in a black Jeep, I thought I was crazy, but I told him, I was like, I think they're following us. I think this guy is following us. He's like, yeah, what are you talking about? You know what you're talking about. He's like, you and he, your dad, y'all leaving school. Yeah, my stepdad, okay, we're so. leaving school, and I, I'm seeing this Jeep. I, I, I'm like, I know I'm not crazy now because it's been like blocks, you mm. know, and this car's behind us. And we get to the drive-thru of the house, and he comes out, just starts shooting the crib. Like, literally starts shooting the crib. Like, bra, 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 machine gun. My stepdad comes running in the house, kicks his gun out. Just It's like, like fucking casino Ooh. in my, like, lawn. How old are you at this point? At this time, I want to say I was, like, 11 or 12. <sighs> yeah, I was, like, 11 or 12. And I moved out. At that point, I was like, I got to move out. Moved, at 11? I moved out to my dad's house. I wanted to live with my dad. So you're with the mom and your stepdad. Your yeah. Your stepdad. <clears throat> so I wanted to move out into my dad's house. And then I love my dad and my stepmom. They're amazing. But they're very, like, very mellow and religious and, like, you know, curfew. And that's good. But I'm a wild child. And I've always been a wild <laughs> yeah. child. So, like, Same city? Same? Yeah. Well, no, this was in New York. This was in the Bronx at Gosh. the time. Yeah. So... It just pushed me to like, like, okay, you know what? My family's crazy. I got to do shit for myself. So I got a job. I remember I was like about to be 16. Like years later, I went and go get, to go get this job. Mm. And you can't work in New York until you're 16. But my birthday was coming up. So I went to this pizzeria like, yo, I need a job because my birthday's coming up. And I want yeah. a job now. And they were like, <laughs> you're hired. You can start tomorrow whenever your birthday is over and you want to come work for us. And they hired me on a spot just for my ambition. Nice. But long story short, that situation pushed me to the mental state like, okay, Stephanie, it's just you. You have to figure it out. You got to get right because your parents are good, but they got some problems. Okay, mm -hmm. got a little issues in there. So I've worked at a fucking pizza shop, a newspaper thing, CVS, babysat. Like, it's just, it pushed me to be the hustler, the ambitious crazy go-getter I am and I really thank God for wow. even a situation that insane Wow! because it made me who I am today that's fire that's fire I didn't know that so you was this is all you was raised in New York yeah I grew up I you know I was born it's funny because I was born in the Naval Hospital in Orlando but my I family thought so. I thought Florida right? right okay but my family moved to New York uh and I kind of grew up we lived in Scarsdale gotcha. but my dad was in the Bronx gotcha. so I had Boogie like the Bronx. suburbs and a BX so I got yeah. a little bougie a little bit of ghetto in me like <laughs> yeah. you, you never know which side is gonna come out right, but, right. and um I used to do uh I, I lived out there a little while and when I got licensed to do real estate in New York and I used to get off at the 138 Grand Concourse uh, in the Bronx, okay. so yeah, I, I know the territory. Yeah, I was nervous as shit. I was like, you, you are. I was like, Alicia Keys ain't singing on this part of town, nigga. Well, uh, Alicia Keys, listen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it just pushed me to be the hustler I am. It just made me kind of feel like, all right, well, you know, if these guys can't get it together, you right. gotta get it together. So I love my family, dude. My stepdad, you know, he got his act together, and, and now he's doing better. But oh, nice. It was a time that it was really hard, and. That's just one of the, the situations, but I can name a, a bunch oh, where people I'm sure, I'm sure they're proud of you, though. showed up to the crib. But this also inspired me. I want to write an adult animation. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, I want to do like a, a um, I would like to uh, do like a Family Guy, Bob's Burgers oh, thing nice, nice. about my sh- my guy. childhood growing up in this type of life and situation. And, you know, kind of like shed light on, on a thing that a lot of kids deal with. There's a lot of kids who have families that have, you know, abuse issues and drug abuse and things. Right. And I'm sure, you know. Maybe not as dramatic as yeah, whatever the fuck was going ass. on. Maybe it's just this. Or maybe worse. But <laughs> right. I think shedding light and putting, you know, you know how comedy makes the of brighter of, of the course. dark. Com- comedians makes real life horror yeah. digestible. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's why we got so much material coming out of politics All now. Because we can put that into a shit to where it's like, I know the world may be in it, nigga, <laughs> but we can, let's laugh about it a little bit. So that's dope. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. So you're in New York. You start hustling. You start grinding. And it's an interesting point, too, because a lot of people that have these privileged lifestyles mm-hmm. where they don't go through, you know, horror stories like you, what you just told me and that type of drama, they don't have the same capacity or the same drive or the same ambition as you had. Right. So it's almost a gift and a curse in a sense that you go through that traumatic experience. Yeah. And in a sense, it shakes you up and it pulls this beast out of you. So I, I definitely does. can relate to that, too. Yeah, it pulled the beast out. And it also made me just kind of be like a more like grateful person like right. just in general like as i kept growing up i'm like you know what that situation helped me be, be ready for a lot of shootings and crazy situations right. i've right. been in like right. i've been in the club i used to go go dance so like right. one of the situations i think we had like three club shootings like i literally saved a whole club once like i was like this way what? and like kicked the back what? door down there was like a wooden bar what? like yeah she got a jason statham story i was like what the fuck you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay so you're hustling you're working all these jobs you end up becoming a go-go dancer right mm-hmm. you young you feeling fiery and spicy and fly and you're like shit let's get this break let's do this go-go shit and how was that experience Go-go dancing came because actually I was modeling at the time. Okay. And somebody on Facebook was like, have you ever thought of go-go dancing? I was like, I ain't a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> right, because there's a thin like, line. There's strippers and there's go-go dance. Right. So, go-go dancers you can't touch. You know, Those drunk yeah. guys will always, hey, baby. No, nigga, not here. Oh, security oh. will throw you out. Right. Anyway. All right. So they asked me on Facebook, have you ever thought of go-go dancing? I was like, I ain't a stripper. Like, oh, no, it's not that. You wear costumes and you just dance. That's the gateway drill. It's a gateway drill. Look at that. It is, though. There has been a lot. Yo, yo dead right, ass. There's right. been a lot of girls who started go-going right. and fell in. First is Hooters. Then is go-go. Then is the I'm so bad he knows that. I uh, worked at Hooters. Oh, before I go-go this. See that? <laughs> Starts with the wings, the ranch, the carrots. We was just talking about carrots. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh-huh. I'm dying right okay. now. Oh, okay. how did you know? Right. All, right. all the fathers out there, when she thinks it starts at Hooters, I don't, Listen, don't, don't let her work at Hooters. Don't <laughs> don't let her. It's, gotcha. It is a gay. It's a gateway job. Gotcha. I like that. Okay. So go go dancing. So go go dancing. Okay. Go go. They introduced me to go. I found out what it was. I found out how much money you can make for literally dancing. Right. And while like the club don't got like medical benefits, they give you like free bottles. Okay. And like your your friends party for free. So right. in your twenties. You better than you the plug. Yeah, I'm literally the plug. Like everybody, be like yo, Steph, who's Rick Ross performing tonight? We coming through the bats. Right, the say less. So, you know, but so, yeah, so go go dancing was cool. But there was, you know, in the club, there's been some shootings. Right. One of the biggest shootings was actually the Mexican bar. Like I told you, it was mm-hmm. a Mexican bar that I was working. It was some kind of fucking band, and they hired dancers for the band. Okay. I get booked for so like one time I got booked for a thing, and Go-go dancers, like, sometimes we work in cages. It's just, like, mm-hmm. an element to adding. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The Britney Spears thing, the J-Lo thing. All right, all right. But this was a mariachi band, Charlie. 
Mm. Why they got cage dancers mm. with a mariachi band? Right. Like, no wonder they were trying to shoot the club up. Fuck this party. What right. is going on? It's depressing. So, <laughs> it is depressing. So, that night, <laughs> some shit went down. You started hearing gunshots outside. And I was like, oh, everybody, get out. And I took them through the back exit. And it's like this wooden panel that me and my friend Evelyn had to, like, lift. And then we kicked the door what? down. We all ran, like, a block away from the club what? until we, like, saw that everything simmered down. What? It's a real, let's get the hell out of here, life or death situation. Okay, so from Go 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 Dancing, <laughs> I'm trying to fast forward to how we got to, what was it, um, Bad Girls. Oh, so Bad so Girls. Go Go, and yeah. then there's, the, there's, a, there's a path that leads to, to Bad Girls. The ratchetness from the, the clubs. Right, you know, right. that's why I, my <laughs> 20s was, I lived my 20s. <laughs> right. Like, for seven years of my 20s, I was working in the club. So gotcha. I had a great 20, right. 20s. Uh, but yeah, so the Bad Girls Club thing is funny because they had a season was like, old oh, best friends. So I went with my best friend Evelyn to audition, and they liked us. I got a call back. I was on Skype with them. This was in Florida. Gotcha. Y'all know the hurricanes and shit. Mm. Power went out in the middle of my interview, and I was like, well, there that goes. And they didn't call me back wow. for that season. Wow. Two years later, they're doing a social media season, and they're scouting girls on Instagram, TikTok, or Musical.ly at the time. You know, Musical.ly is the original TikTok. Oh, okay. No, I never got into yeah. Musical.ly. Yeah, so Musical.ly is where TikTok originated. So they were looking on that app, all kinds of stuff, music. Gotcha. So they found me, and they were like, we really want to bring you on the show. You know, we like that you, you're known for doing videos. At the time, I was doing, like, skits right. and stuff on Instagram. Um, but I was still working in the club. Even when I was a go-go dancer and a model, I've always been a goofy, like, funny, crazy girl, like how I am. I've right. always been this way. Right. So... They were like, you want to be on the Bad Girls Club? I was like, who is this? How y'all, like, what are you talking? Because it came out of nowhere. <laughs> right. I was like, y'all are real late. Like, what are you talking about? And right. at the time, I was 27. Mm. So I was like, I don't want to be the old bitch on Bad Girls Club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. want to be babysitting y'all. But they told me it was based on social media so that they're going to be advertising our social media and kind of catering to our niche. So that for me was comedy and skits gotcha, gotcha. and modeling at the time. I did, I did like two photo shoots. I didn't show one fucking photo shoot. I was so pissed. Damn. I did a cover of a magazine and a whole campaign for a clothing line. Damn. But um, yeah, so it was catered to what each girl did. So my thing was the comedy. So I came in there. We did like a roast. You know Alex Hooper? Alex Hooper? Alex Hooper. So. He's a comedian okay. out here. He's on America's Got Talent. And he, so. he'd be at the comedy store a lot. But he came before I even started doing stand-up or lived in California. They hired him to come on the Bad Girls Club and teach us the format of roasting. Wow. And we did a Bad Girls Club roast. Wow. And then like a year and a half later, I moved to California. I'm in the comedy store doing my first roast ever. Who's there? Alex fucking Hooper. I was like, oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's like the reunion right there. It almost. was so crazy. Wow. But that's how the Bad Girls Club started. So I had even auditions. before Bad Girls Club, you knew comedy and entertainment was the direction you wanted to go. I didn't. It oh. was just... It was just something that I was, I guess, it was just me, you know? Wow. Since I was a little kid, I've been doing impressions and voices. Like, I'd be at, like, the dinner table, and my dad would be, like, five years old. Do the, do, do the pasta from <laughs> right, coming to America. Right, and, right, right. You know, like, why do I know this? But I did. <laughs> and it's just been something that's in me. And that's why, you know, fast forward, Bad Girls Club. Right. Finished that, moved to Orlando, you know, where I was. I was there still. But I was like, what am I going to do now? Right. I ran a scene in Orlando. I did everything. Everybody knows me here. Nobody respects me. Like, nobody yeah. is taking the time to actually pay me for my talent anymore right. because I'm the plug. They know me, you know? Right. So they're always going to try to get that love price. So I'm like, I got to get out of here. I got to spread my wings. So I started my business, the Queen's Closet Shop. 
I don't know which camera's on, so I'm right. <laughs> right. look at all of them. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I moved to California with just a dream in an e-commerce store. I didn't even wow. have inventory yet. Wow. And um, and this is where you started comedy stand-up. And this is where I started the profession as ah, a comedian. Gotcha. I was staying at a reservation because my boyfriend is Native American. Oh, okay. So if you don't know, Native Americans get hooked up. They don't pay rent. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, they don't have to pay rent. They have, like, housing for Native Americans. There's, like, a whole reservation. Just, 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 just to all my Native American female listeners, I want you to take a moment and follow me, and uh, let's work something out. I'm going to talk to my wife, and we'll, we need a place to. No, I'm just fucking Go ahead. <laughs> so they get what? They don't pay tax or something? They get a house? What, what? You get, like, house, like your housing. You're basically only paying for your, like, you know, amenities, like your electricity. Nice. Water. nice, nice, nice. So you don't really pay rent. So we were just out there until we got on our feet for a couple months. Yeah. And I had this You met him out here? Or you I, moved here together? We moved here together. Oh, cool, dude. Oh, yeah. that's cute. We drove um, from Orlando. We had planned it out, and we just drove to the reservation. It took us, like, five days. Right. Um, and... I had this epiphany, which is the weed I was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to L.A. Right, right, right. But I had this epiphany that I was like, I think I need to try stand-up. Mm. And you know what's weird? Like, I don't believe in everything I hear, but a lot of people say when you're in the wilderness and mm -hmm. in nature that mm -hmm. you do have, like, this grand realization. And mm -hmm. I was in a mountainous reservation uh -huh. where fucking, <laughs> there were meat bees. You ever heard of meat bees? I don't think I've heard of meat bees. These are be bees who will, like, fuck you up for real. Not like, oh, I'll sting you. Like, they'll eat your flesh. What? So I had to go outside with, like, this, like, thing around my head because at the time I had my blonde hair. Yeah. So they were attracted to my hair. I had to cover my head. Like, I was Damn. really out there. And I had this epiphany that I needed to try stand-up. And then the next day, the very next day, which is, I was like, I got a message from Lisa Studstead of Pretty Funny Women. Okay. And she was like, would you like to take my class for social media promotion? You know, and basically, like, I don't want to say exactly what people are paying for a class, but yeah. I got like five months of free classes for social media promotion in wow. the time that I was like, I need to try. I hadn't written a joke. Wow. I hadn't booked a show. I hadn't done a bit or nothing. Wow. So it just kind of felt like it was falling into place. And then I took that class and, you know, she was encouraging you to hit all the open mics and do this. I hit like one open mic and it went really well. I only had a three minute set. You know, the first shows be short. Right. But I killed it and it went well. And right. then I started getting booked right away, like for paid shows and like real spots. And I was like, wow, yo, like this is. And I asked me, I was like, is this supposed to be like this? <laughs> right. Like, how long are you in some of them? I've been doing stand-up for 14 years, still right. do open mics. I'm like, right, right. Mm. I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm right, just asking. Right, I get money. <laughs> sorry. I'm just asking. Right. But, so, and I just really feel like I have been placed in my God-given purpose now nice. in comedy. Because when you think about what your God-given purpose is, I feel like it's always something that has just naturally been inside of you. Right. Since you were a child, since you, you, it's just been something that's in you. And for me, since I was little four-year-old, five-year-old Stephanie, been trying to do Bugs Bunny voices, doing home videos before social media. I would record funny home videos. Like I was making skits before they were, you know, skits. Right, the whole thing. So it's just, I'm so passionate about it. And if people ask me like, oh, well, you models, you dance, da-da-da, music videos. What's <laughs> yeah. your favorite? I'm like, honestly, if I could just get like to make people laugh. Right. Like, that's my biggest passion is right. to make people laugh. And I really feel like I am living in my purpose right now. That's dope. So that's how, it, that's how it all came to circle. That's dope. That's fine. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get that Bugs Bunny. 
or either the pastor <laughs> going to America impression before this shit is over. Okay? So we're going to take you back to 1990. So when he was doing that shit, let's just see. Pretend I'm your papa at the kitchen table. Go ahead and do the... Yeah, All right. Well, well I'm, I'm grown now. <laughs> ah, she was like, now, now, now. So it might not sound as, as cute. <laughs> the Lord is good. Uh, he helped kill a kid. Get to the island. Yes, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. And like that, that's the same thing I was doing as like a child. That exact no, same is no, horrible. No, 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 no. So I'm like, why do I know this movie Such first a class. of all? <laughs> They're coming out with two, too. Isn't it like this summer? I think so. There's a lot of pressure on that shit. Coming back with Coming to America. Because it's such a gem. So it's like, oh. I don't know how. I mean, it is the no. same cast. So yeah. it, it looks promising. I hate when they do the reboots. What y'all doing what, with new cast, new flavor, never works. What do you, what is that? I know. Even when, when I was a kid, I used to watch the Power Rangers. Yeah. And they had this old new Power Rangers with a new cast. I was like, this ain't Billy. Who is it? What's Kimberly? Jason? Right. Where the fuck is Tommy? Right, right, right. Where's Black Zach? Y'all got rid of Black Zach? It's like, oh, hell no. You know, that reminds me of, you know, the whole Selena Netflix thing. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing mixed reviews about that. A lot of my Hispanic friends and Spanish friends and partners don't like it. Right. Well, I got to audition to be Selena for that. What? Yeah, I had done a photo for like her birthday. I was just trying to do like a Selena I look. I saw that post. For her birthday. And then that shit went viral. People were sharing it. Uh, Next thing I know, I get a message from uh, Carla Husting, who is the director of the casting what? process. And she called me like out for an audition. No, like an email. Like she had my booking email with a script, like, we'd love to have you audition. Uh, and I remember like, okay. You yourself first and then. Right. <laughs> I, I sat on the floor. Oh, I was like, I literally oh, just right. sat on the floor. Like, Hold on. Wow. Got to read that three times. Okay, let me make sure. Is this a scam? Right. Like, you know, right. so. send money to Nigeria. Where does that right. have email? Where exactly. That? <laughs> so it was that type. I sat down. I was like, wow, okay. I'm going to do this. I'm, I mean, I have no kind of acting training on none. Like, you see my skits. I'm passionate. I'm, I'm definitely right. dramatic, but right. I don't have training. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm an actress. Oh, I'm aspiring. Right. Um, <laughs> but I went on YouTube, YouTube University, okay? Mm-hmm. And I watched so many videos on, like, how to, like, act and make yourself emotional and cry. And mm-hmm. I killed my audition. And I remember they were considering me and, like, four other girls. And then they put Christian Serratos. And now everybody's like, she can't dance. Her lip sync is bad. The movie, <laughs> it's not even about Selena. It's really <laughs> not. Y'all, if you watch the series, like, I'm watching it because I'm a Selena fan. But yeah. it seems like it's, it's starring her dad and her brother. I haven't seen it yet because of the reviews I've been hearing. I'm just like, I don't know why you want to get started. I, I'm like, I was a Selena fan before the J-Lo movie, before she was mainstream. I knew of her because, you know, I'm half Guatemalan, which yeah. is very similar to Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. My grandma loved Selena. And I was like literally a little kid, like doing the washing machine on the table to like her oldest songs. Her oldest Okay. Yeah, definitely, man. That's dope. So you're nervous, you're nervous, and then she just follow up with you and say she made a selection or they decide to go another route. You know how it goes. Once they make their decision, you just, you just find out when the right. shit comes out, like, damn, I guess I didn't get that. Right, right, <laughs> All right. 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 <laughs> they just waiting to get me on the next episode. It's Netflix, they watch now. What the fuck? I didn't what are you talking about? Right. That's Hollywood for you. It is. Damn. It really is. That's dope. So you got this uh, stand-up you've been killing. You got your brand that you've been about, seeing you got your OnlyFans cracking, and shout out to you just because I think you can be uh, something that a lot of comedians can take notes from, in a sense, in your ability to be able to try to create other streams of income, constantly work on your content, yeah. you're watching videos and training yourself, so those types of skills are massive in LA, because everybody wants to come here and just instantly go to whatever, but 
There's a lot of BTS shit. I feel like that's through. the most basic shit, though. Really? Like, re- y'all really not doing that? You would think, <laughs> but you would think, though. You would think. You should. But a lot of these newcomers into the game are, again, the expectations are super high for what the possibilities could be. But, you know, you're taking a bigger gamble and not putting in the work and taking right. additional time. I think it's really funny when comedians like, how do you get booked for shows? I'm like, well, I send my clips. I don't want to send my clips. What if they steal my jokes? Bye. <laughs> right. How are you going to get booked? How, right. how are we, so, you know what I'm saying? Right. These selfies only do but so much. Right. Talk themselves <laughs> out of opportunities. Yeah. You got to just go for it. Sometimes, like with that Selena thing, I'm telling you, I didn't, at the moment I was like, Selena, I don't know. I mean, but I felt <laughs> yeah. like I have to try. I right. have to try. Of course. Because I'll, I'll regret it. Like, I'll never know. It'll be that. what if? What if I never tried? Wow, like, man. you got to you know, try. You know, I could have been Selena. You know, they hit Damn me up back in 2019. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I had a lot of shit going on. She was crazy. Sit down, papi. Sit down, mommy. Let me tell you about 2020. Tell me about this. The peanut butter? What is going you on? like that? It's smooth, ain't it? I told you. This That's a signature. Dangerous. Laugh at the dark thing. This peanut butter. Just creeps up on you. We're not going to endorse the, the brand, but this peanut butter is smooth. Not yet. Really <laughs> not yet. All right. I hope you're listening. <laughs> so what's the end game, man? Obviously, you know, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you you know, got your shit going on, but what's the end game? Ultimately, you want to entertain, but if it was up to you, would you be behind the camera? You're writing now, which is dope. Yeah. Uh, on camera, of course. I think you're going to be on camera whether you want to or not. I, want to, I would like to be on camera. I would <laughs> love it. You know what my dream would be? I'm trying so hard to manifest this this year. Yeah, but yeah. I would love to be on a sitcom where, like, my characters. Like, mm. I don't, I wouldn't want to be booked as just me. I would like them to put, like, makeup and make yeah. me, like, my Connie the crackhead or yeah, my chest I've seen up. You get, what's the old lady with the... She's got the fucking... With the black teeth? Le- yeah. That's Connie the crackhead. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes! Kaya Crack and Rachetta, I would just like to bring my characters to a bigger platform because I don't know, that's where I'm coming. I black out. I do yeah. character work and impressions and like I'll black out. Nice. So that's where I'm at. I just want to continue to make people laugh. You know, this quarantine pandemic stuff uh, is slowing the process man. down, but it's making me very creative. Right. Like it's forcing me to think of things that are like, oh, I'll start selling lashes now. Right. Can y'all zoom in on these lashes? Yeah, the lash, the lash cam, <laughs> the lash cam. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it's just forcing you to really think outside the box. So I'm actually grateful for it because I think it's building a lot of stronger people. Right. This pandemic, it's, it it's is. sad. Right. But those of us who are able to push through, we pushing hard. So. That's, that's up. You heard I'm trying to be folks? like Charlie, man. You guys, come I'm on, like, what dog. is this? Come on, man. What's happening? I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm about who to start an OnlyFans. Coming up, I told so if you, you. want to see a nipple soon. You see what I'm saying? Uh-uh, hold on, because you ain't got to show nipples. I don't show nipples. You don't? No. Let me unsubscribe real quick. Uh-uh. Nah, that's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, see, that's the misconception, though, because I always hear it. Ball players are now just showing stuff around the house. Or musicians it will say so back stupid. music. But comedians will do, like, material or just more content, right? I don't understand that because, you know, I have people who have signed under me. Like, my friend Jacqueline's a comedian. She does stand-up. She mm. does characters parodies things um i do comedy i do stand-up yes i used to be a model so i definitely got some fire pictures but it's no nudity no porn on nothing explicit so take notes ladies you ain't gotta do you don't it have to i promise you you don't there's somebody who is cooking and not even showing themselves they literally show food and the recipe not even a video like this is the food and then he lists the recipe wow. and he's banking so Damn. you really it's it's what you're comfortable with that's why i tell people like just tell them no some guy took me $50, like, can I see your butthole? I'm like, no, what? but here's a selfie. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you talking about? The boldness of these people. That's the thing. Everybody's so bold on the internet. 
stuff that they would never say in your face or in person, but that you know, gives people that. That is very true. They are very bold <laughs> on the internet, but you can't blame them because there are a lot of people that are going that route. Even Tyga, like Tyga's hosting porn. He's a, he's, he's, he's a professional cockhold on OnlyFans. Yeah. Hosting porn? <laughs> like he's hosting. Of himself? He's hosting. Oh. So he's like, so we're going to have these two and they're going to fuck hard. What? Like, he's a cockhold. I didn't like, know that's, that. <laughs> Is that what? Uh, yeah. So I'm today like, so we got wouldn't us. He, why wouldn't he just rap? That's what he does. Like, why wouldn't just, like Cardi B's on there showing behind the scenes of her videos and right. in the studio. And it's just a, another inside look of Cardi B. But she's not doing anything right. either. And she's already pretty ratchet. She was a stripper and she ain't stripping. So you don't have to do nothing you don't want to on OnlyFans. But because of this conception, I'm thinking of putting like all my stand up and all the stuff I have on there on Patreon. Mm, because people seem comfortable with Patreon. It's like the I think the hoochies just messed a lot of the hoochies messed it up on OnlyFans. They gave it that reputation. I'm like, oh my gosh. So you know, fellas, we automatically think, oh, okay. Trapping out there. What's the song everybody's doing? Bust it when they do the Bust It Challenge. The Bust It Challenge. Everybody automatically thinks Bust It Challenge. Oh, 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 niggas be okay, 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 oh, okay, what, what okay. Now? <laughs> <laughs> I would do it and come down as Richetta. <laughs> right hey, there you go. That's gonna, coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, all man. All right. Well, I appreciate you for coming through, spending some time with me and all of that. Yes. Please, 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 if you got any specific projects you want to plug, uh, and please let the people know where they can follow you and keep up with you and continue to see you shine. And we're looking out for your sitcom, of course, because we know that's coming soon. Oh, Jesus, you hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm Stephanie Tejada. You can find me on my website, stephanietejada.com. Shop the Queen's Closet Shop. We have novelties, accessories, and lashes coming soon. Um, you can catch more virtual entertainment from me for now. Um, I'm on Dame Dash Network on the uh, Quarantine Comedy Party. You could catch that special. And I actually have an independent film Uh-oh. coming out called uh, This This Is Me. That's what it was called. This Is Me. And I play a mom who's like the mom of a sick girl. Mm. So I got a small little role. It's like that. a drama? This Is Me. It's actually a Bollywood film. And I, I speak Spanish. I'm a Spanish mother. So oh. it's very different. I was like, it was a real role. So, oh. hey. Hey. okay, <laughs> flexible on these you know, right? Switch up. <laughs> and more parody music. Oh. Right now, I'm working on a cream parody. Mm. COVID ruins everything around me. If y'all take Ooh. that, I swear. They gonna take it. They no, they not. This is gonna be out before oh, this comes out. Oh shit! That's what's up. Well, hey man, do you? Can't nobody do you like you anyway? So you keep doing you, man. That's yeah. what's up, man. Shout out to you, Steph, for coming through. Thank hey, you, y'all know what it is. Laugh after dark. You know how we do it. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, all of that. Continue to support this queen and stay tuned to more. Do tell with laugh after dark. It's your boy, Charlie Wilson. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much to everybody that's been liking and sharing and subscribing to the site. Yo, the feedback has been amazing. Comedians, stop hitting me up. I can't get everybody on, baby. Hey, if you haven't already, stop what you're doing and like, subscribe, and share. Hit that, hit that little bell right there. It's right, it's, look, it's right there.